You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Thou 
has told me how sweet are thy words they are sweeter than
Church, are you excited to be here today? Well, I have some good news for you. Our pastor wasn't here last week, but he's right here with us this week. Give the Lord some praise today. We've been so blessed. We've been so blessed that since the month of February, we've been learning about the ministry. And we've been talking about how to make full proof of your ministry. 
I believe today the Lord has a word for you. May God speak to you. And I believe we shall fulfill our ministries. So if you're excited as I am, let us welcome our pastor, Bishop Richard Ayi. Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter 4. And um, last week I wasn't here because I was in um, Budapest for, for a Catch the Anointing conference in Budapest. We had a blessed time. I hope, I hope next time you would come with me and you also be there because, yes, a number of the guys from Aston were there. We had a good time. We had a blessed time. We were happy. So um, that was why I wasn't in church last week. And um, yes, Catch the Anointing London starts on Tuesday. So, um, I hope I hope your noise means that you are coming. Okay. Because sometimes, you know, I remember some, someone was having a wedding. The wedding announcement, everybody was shouting. You see, when you're not experienced, you think that your wedding announcement means that 2,000 people are coming for the wedding. But it doesn't mean that. I've seen people scream and shout at weddings. On the Saturday morning, they've gone to work. Yes. Oh, you're not, you're, not even, you're not even on the agenda. They've never even considered coming anywhere or doing anything of the sort. So when you're a little experienced, you don't go by shouts. Yes. So I'm just telling those of you whose wedding announcement will be made soon, you just have to know that you don't, you don't budget and plan your wedding based on shouts and screams. It's based on family and friends. 
Yes, weddings are always based on family and friends. Family and friends. Family and friends. Not even, not even ministry. Family and friend. Yes. So you must. Or princess and uh, what's your name? Phyllis. Yes, princess and Phyllis. Is that is that not the story? Is it not family and friends? Yes. So, was the whole greater love choir at your wedding? No. Yes. So it's not. It's not. That's not. That's not how weddings work. Yes. And it's not. It's not because. It's not because somebody doesn't like someone. That's how it is. Yes. Yes. That's how it is. It's always family and friends. You have to know that. Okay. So be experienced and know that if you think that clapping and shout means that the entire church, the whole greater love encounter service is coming for your wedding then. Then you are new. <laughs> yeah, then you are new. You are new in the business because it, it doesn't work like that's not what it means. So that's why I've come to ask you before Tuesday that because I've been hearing you screaming and shouting that God's anointing is coming. So I'm just wondering, does it mean that you are coming? I'm, I, I just want to ask you before the day. I don't want to say that, hey, but this people they were really shouting, excited about so, uh, so that's what I've come to ask you. Or are you coming? How many of you are planning to be there? Okay. All right. Okay, I'll see you there. So, no problem. Second Timothy chapter, t- chapter 4. And, um, okay, I don't mind reading from verse 1. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall, who shall, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Quick doesn't mean fast. Quick means alive, okay? It's an old, old way of speaking English. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering. So a good preacher, when you go to, when you go to church and a good preacher is preaching, you see that you would, you would experience reproof, you would experience rebuke, you will experience exhortation in teaching. And then you experience teaching. That's doctrine. Teaching. Teaching. And then you will see that with all long suffering, that is more like um, patience, being tolerant. So you say, even though you experience reproof, rebuke, you've, you are not walked out of the church. Yes. You're still there. So when you experience, you have a good, a good pastor, a good preacher, you, you hear the word then you hear reproof. In the word, you hear reproof. In the word, you hear rebuke. How many of you have been rebuked in a sermon before? Ouch. Yes. 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 So that, that's it. How many of you have been exhorted? You've been encouraged also. You got the rebuke. You got the encouragement. Yes. So, so that's church. That's a summary of church. That's a, yes. That's, that's, that's church. That's a church. Never, never um, feel that the world has come to an end because you were rebuked. Yes. Never, never feel that way. It's like it's over. It's like it's over for me. It's like as for this one, I mean, Bishop is going to kill me. It's over. No. He doesn't kill. Yes. But a good preacher, you'll get rebukes, you'll be reproved, and then, <laughs> and then you'll be exhorted. Okay? All right. Verse 3 says that. Verse 3 says that. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrines. Like they, they don't like good teaching. Doctrine is, is teaching. They don't like good, sound, holistic teaching. 
It's like a balanced teaching. They don't like it. They, 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 people will not like balanced teaching of the word. Yes, when you don't like balance, it means that you want to hear what, okay, let me finish reading. But after their own lust, they shall heap to themselves teachers. That is, they shall organize uh, uh, teachers or preachers that they want to hear. Having itching ears, it means that they, they want to hear what they want to hear, not what they are supposed to hear. Yes, because it's not, it's not every time that you hear what you want to hear. You understand? It's not, it's not every time that you'll be praised. Did your mom always praise you? Or your dad? No, they didn't praise you. Yes. Yes. But they were the first at your graduation. Yes, because they felt they have worked hard. And it's like it's paid off. You've graduated. But, but they didn't always tell you that. Even when everybody, even when you, you go for parents, even your teachers are singing your praises, when you leave the parents, they'll say, so have you heard what your math teacher said? You, you should learn. Uh-huh. And then you are, you are wondering, but oh, I mean, it's like, why can't you say something nice? You can't always get nice things. It's not, it's not even normal in the world that every time only nice things are said to you. Only nice things are said. It's not, it's not even normal. It's not even normal because you know yourself that you are not that good. Do you understand? So how can it be that every time you only want to hear nice things? Your beloved should only say nice things to you. Your pastor should say nice things to you. Your friends should say nice things. Every time, nice, 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 nice. Your dress is not nice. We should say nice things. We can't say it's nice when it's not nice. We can't lie. Do you, do you understand? So, so the teaching in the church too can't always be um, something that makes you feel happy. No, you should be happy, but I don't know what the word is. It shouldn't always be like pampering. It's like, almost like now the pastor has to lie. Yes. And not say, he shouldn't say anything that will hurt anyone. Has to tiptoe around you. Oh, it can't, it can't, it can't be. But it says that the time will come when they will not like sound doctrine. That is the doctrine that encourages it's healthy. It's good for them. They don't like it. They won't like it. They won't like the sound one. They want the one that they want to hear. Uh-huh. The one that they want to hear. Ask your neighbor that. Are you that type of person? Do you want to hear what you want to hear? No, I know. I've been, I've been, I've been preaching for. I've been preaching for. Some years now, by the grace of God, I know that I know that some of the messages are not are not comfortable at all. You think I don't know? I know. I mean, I know that some of them are not comfortable at all. I mean, look. I mean, it's not. Look, yes, it's not comfortable. I mean, there are, there are messages that put you at the edge of your seat. You can't you can't say you sit like that. And you hope for the message to end. How many of you have had to sit at the edge of your seat throughout the message before? Yes. Sometimes it's like that. That's how, that's how it is. If you think I don't know, I, mean, I know. I know that this one, this one is going to put you at ease. I mean, look. Okay. Hmm. So. The time will come when they will endure. So don't be that type of people who only want to hear what you want to hear. 
It's not a real thing. It's not a real thing. It doesn't help your Christianity that you should hear what you want to hear. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't do that. You can't, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't eat, you can't eat sweets all your life. Yes. But sweets are sweets, isn't it? But you can't eat sweets all your life. At all. Sometimes you need injection. Injection is not sweet. Yes. You see the nurses telling you stories as they are putting the needle in you. They'll tell that you just feel a scratch. But it's, it's not a scratch. Yes. So you just feel, just feel a scratch, just a pain, something. But it's not true. What you are doing is hurting. But you are doing it. So, you just, so that's life. You have different, you know. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes it's, it, it, you, you, have to go, you have to write an exam. Going to school is not just, you know, fanfares and happiness. Before I realize, exams has come. And you have to be ready for it. And you are sweating it out. You see, that I have, you have to write the exam. Yes. Even it's not like you've, had, you've been admitted into university today, then the following day is graduation that you've been put into. No, you have to write exams. You have to write dissertations. Your supervisor will reject everything you've written. And say, what, what nonsense is this? You have to rewrite it. Don't go for only things that make you comfortable. That is not life. It's not true. It's not real. Life is not like that. Sometimes it's sunny. Sometimes it's cold. I don't know which one you prefer. I prefer the cold. You prefer the sun? I prefer, I prefer, the, I prefer the, the cold. Because the cold, you can put everything on. The sun, you can take everything off. Yes, yeah, so... And then I don't like I don't like the flies and the spiders. So I prefer I prefer the cold. It's nice and fresh when it's cold. Next time you are choosing a wedding day, choose the winter. It's nicer than everybody is sticky. Then you've also, you know how you people like to show everything. Everything looks sticky and um, sweaty. I don't know. The brothers now they are hungry, so they don't mind. <laughs> Look at this sticky body. Yes, wonderful. From morning, from morning now to evening, this person is sweating. You should be smelling of still. Anyway. Verse 4. Verse 4. Verse 4. Quickly. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables as they would like stories. Stories and things, yes. But watch thou in all things, and dear afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. So we are talking about make full proof of thy ministry. Okay, it's like we've been talking about ministry for a while now, and I'm still, I'm still digging deep in making full proof of your ministry. So making full proof of your ministry, the picture I want you to have is like taking a journey, going in a particular direction. You know, uh, there's a verse I wanted to read today. Uh, I don't know whether you can help me find it. It's about Jonah. It said, Jonah went away from... Jonah what? Jonah. And the picture I did it to have is, is um, a picture of a journey, someone traveling. Traveling. Is that Jonah 114? Jonah 1.3, okay, yeah, it's there. They've got it for me. 
It says that Ejuna rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. You see, um, there's a direction in life when you take that direction. You are moving away from the presence of God. You are moving away from the will of God. You are moving away from the things of God. There's a direction. And there are signposts on that direction. There are some things that you will see. That as I see this and I see this, I see this, it means that I am moving away. You see, because he, 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 to flee onto Tashish, Tashish is like a place. So you'll be wondering, what has a physical place got to do with the presence of the Lord? But that direction is actually taking you away, away from God and away from his presence, that's the company of God. So he, he, he moved in that direction. He moved towards Tashish which is away from the presence of God because it's like he's running away from God. In, 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 in case God was in, in place X and then Tashish was like the west of where God is. When you start going towards Tashish, you're moving away from God. So as I'm talking to you about fulfill your ministry, I'm just trying to show you things that you will notice on the journey because some of the things, when you, you experience them, you will feel you're going in the wrong direction. There are times when you are driving, you feel you are going the wrong direction. You want to, take, you want to um, change direction because you are, you are not sure, you are not used to um, the, key, the key signs on that, on that road. So you feel, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm not supposed to see this or this is what I'm supposed to see. If I'm, going, if I'm going to Nottingham, I'm not supposed to have seen this, but you're supposed to see it. You just didn't know that these are the things you're supposed to see. So I'm taking you through different signposts on your journey to fulfill your ministry. So when you see those things or you look out for them, you, you should know that what you are seeing, it means that you are moving in the right direction. Rather, when you don't see those things, it's likely that you are going in the wrong direction. And there is, there is a way, there is a way to live this life, to move away from the presence of God. There is a way to live. There are things to do. But that's not what we are talking about. I don't want to talk to you about what to do to move away from the presence. I rather want to talk to you about what to do to move towards God and to be with God and to fulfill your ministry, to show that you are fulfilling your ministry. So the first thing we we talked about, if you remember, what was the first signpost that I gave you? You forgotten? The first thing that, what what do we say? Divine drawing, divine drawing, divine drawing, divine. Everything is divine, divine drawing. So that's, that's the point I write. Just follow, follow the person, the person or the, or the church or the place that you are drawn to because it's God who draws you. So when there's a drawing, there's an attraction. There's an attraction. You should know that it is God. Don't feel that it is not God. It is God. And then number two was what? Accept rejection. A lot of people are, are thrown off when they are rejected. You feel once you are rejected, it means that it's over. But once you are rejected, it means that there's rather divine selection for you. Yes, that these people rejected me. This place rejected me. This person rejected me. Things didn't work out in this way. That it means that there is an open door. So what you should be looking for is the open door. It's like, where are things working? Where would things work? Where should I be? Because I really wanted to be here. I really, I really wanted to go to UOB. 
UOB they didn't work for me. But UEL worked. UEL worked because God had a higher plan for you. Maybe your salvation, your salvation, maybe he's trying to get you out of all the temptations and the difficulties you would have experienced in UOB. Maybe you'd have really backslidden in UOB. Really big time. You'll be lost. So UOB didn't work. And you were blaming it on that you didn't get AAB, but you got ABB. But your rejection is actually an explanation of God ordering your steps as a righteous person. So never let rejection that you've been rejected mean that it's over for you and God is not in your life. When you start experiencing rejections, rejections, this man didn't choose me. Maybe you've seen a brother, you wish this brother would, have, would choose you. And he didn't choose you, he's chosen your friend. Secretly, I mean secretly, nobody knows that this was your, this your secret desire. He's chosen your friend. You should, you should let him go. As a praying person, as a praying person, as someone who loves God, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't cry too much. I can't, I can't say you shouldn't cry. You will cry, but don't cry too much. Do you understand? Yes. Is, is it not more practical? Yes. 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 It's more practical than say don't cry. No, you will cry. To cry, you will cry because you have, I mean, you are human. I mean, why will you not cry? I'll be surprised if you don't cry. You will cry a bit, but don't cry. What I'll say is that don't cry too much. Don't cry too much. Why when you cry a bit, then you remember that all things work together for good. And this one is also working together for your good. This one is also working together for your good. Yes. Hmm? So if you're the person, the person you are, you are going to end up getting married, you've seen the person, you've, you, you will even know that you're not his first choice. You're not his first choice, you're not his second choice. So that should even help you to cultivate humility. Maybe he's left you and even come back. So he's, you can see that you can be left. Mm. Instead, of saying, instead of saying that, you know, you, I knew you would come back. I'm the queen. I'm the queen of your heart. No. I would rather advise you. I'd rather know that you can be left. You can be left and there are possible replacements. Because when he left you, he got another one. Just that she wasn't wise enough. So she's been left again. That's why he's come back. Because, you know... It's like sometimes, like this, there's a saying, it's not a verse, but there's a saying that the devil you know is better than. <laughs> it's a saying, it's a saying, it's not a verse, it's not a verse, so don't go and quote it anywhere. It's just a saying, yes. But it's, it's not unfortunate that you are being classified as a devil. You are not a devil, you'll never be a devil. How can it be that I'm the devil I know? You know I mean? How can you be a devil? Yes. Don't call anybody a devil. They say, the devil I know is better than the angel I don't know. No. Don't say that. Don't say such things. Nobody's a devil. Okay. Nobody's a devil. But there, <laughs> the, the bad experience that you have from that person, is you discover it's better. It's better than going into uncharted waters. So you're not going to discover whether there are sharks there or whales. Yes. So that you, just stay, you just stay with this person who is a little lippy, you know, a little lippy, just a little lippy. But maybe she's, she has other, so you concentrate on the positives. It's a little lippy. With time as she grows up, she says, look, all oh, her lippiness is not changing anything. She'll stop being lippy. Yes. 
But sometimes when you are, you, people are young, they have a lot of zeal. They feel when I talk, I can change. I will change him. I will talk out. But he said, you are not changing. He said, she, she, she just becomes cool because he's not changing. And he won't change. You should have asked me. I would have told that he won't change. Yes. If you don't trust me, I said, go and ask his mom. What you are shouting about, his mother has shouted all her life. Yes. You have come, you think you can change anything. You can't change anything. They don't change. They don't change. You are not coming to show you, but he should put his, he should put his uh, dirty clothes in the laundry basket. The laundry basket is there, and the clothes are on the side. You are now coming to shout about this. Oh, please, when you see, just collect it and put it in. If it disturbs you, if it disturbs you, yes. Because your shouting won't change. He won't change. He won't change. Oh, he should get an extra job. I mean, those of you who are worried about what job someone is doing, make sure that money is not your God. Yes. Yes. If you bring such a report to me, if you think that I'll go and chase someone and say, you, but you too lazy boy, you should work. You should. No, 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 no. I'll rather be concerned about you. That is money your God? It's my, why, why are you so disturbed? You've got a human being who likes you so much. Why are you so disturbed about money? It's likely that you're a gold digger and a lover of money. Because the first thing you've noticed about the person that is disturbing you is how much money the person is bringing. I'll be more disturbed about you than the lazy boy. Is the message moving you to the edge of your seat? Okay, okay. Calm down, calm down. We'll have dancing, dance, the grace dance, grace dance, grace dance, grace dance. Yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. This is, I have wonderful counselors, so a lot of the cases don't really get to me. But if it, I mean, when I get a chance in preach like this, I can tell you my opinion. Oh, yes. yes. I'm, like a, I'm like a judge. I can just tell you a conclusion. When you say, I just tell you the conclusion. This, this is the conclusion. This is it. Yes. This is it. Ask, ask, just ask. You've not even started. You just started a relationship. Your daily concern is how much somebody earns. If I was that guy, I would drop you like a hot coal. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That you are coming to me for money. Go to Sainsbury's and work for money. Why are you at it? Then take do five jobs. It's more money you want. Go and do five jobs. Why are you coming to use me to work for you? What do you mean? I was eating before I met you. I have clothes before I met you. The only thing I don't have is a beloved. Some small comfort I'll get. You're not coming to give me pressure that I should go and get a job. And I'm working. You don't like my job. I mean, why am I a prisoner? I'm not a prisoner. I mean, one beloved I got. I have to change jobs. I have to change the time I wake up. I have to change uh, how far I travel to work, how many hours I work because of one beloved. I mean, why? What type of human being is that? No, please. Leave me, leave me, leave me. Yeah. I'll get someone who is happy that I work, I work 9, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. in this prison. <laughs> <laughs> with 30 minutes break <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, number three. Number three. You are forcing me this afternoon to chat with you. Yes. Okay, so. Okay. Number three is what? Follow your desires. Follow your desires. Follow your desires. Follow your desires. Follow the things that you want and you like. Because desires, desires are divine. Yes, desires are from God. It's either from God or it's an evil spirit. Yes. There are things, there are things that you, find, you will discover that some, someone finds attractive and interesting. And you, you frown on it. You, 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 you can't even understand it. That's what should reveal to you the power of evil spirits. Yes. How can, how, can, how can someone like this? How can someone want this? How can someone find this attractive? You, 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 are, you, are, you are amazed. It's like, well, what's happening? What's going on? I mean, what's going on here? How can you find... I don't want to say because it's like I'm not allowed to. But I think you, you understand. It's like, you see, you look at it and you, you, you wonder. But what I, I need you to appreciate rather is the power of desire. And to know that desires are spiritual. Desires are spiritual. So when you find out that, when you discover that you have desire to serve God, to love God, to do the things of God, I mean, you are, you are so much interested in the work of God. You want to do more for God. Then you should know that the Holy Spirit is at work in you. That God is at work in you. That God is really at work in you. Hmm. You see, in, in the world today, in the world today, the way the world has come, I mean, as we are approaching the end of the world, because all these things are signs that the end is also coming. It's almost, I'm not saying it is. Don't, don't say that I said sin is okay. But it's almost, it's almost, maybe I shouldn't say it. You see, it's like, it's like, it's like there are two evils. There are two evils. It's almost like when you see a certain type of evil, you actually prefer it. Yes, I'll prefer, I'll prefer to hear that this brother has this type of problem than to have that type of problem. Yes, because the other type of problem, I can see that no. When you read the Bible, it's a, it's a, re, it's a, reason, why, it's a reason why nations and people have been destroyed. It's, a, it's like God doesn't take it lightly at all. Instant judgment. So when you see that thing flourishing, it tells you, it tells you, number one, that you are living, you are living in Sodom. It tells you, number two, that the end is very close. And it tells you, number three, that there is certain judgment, certain. Judgment will come. Judgment is coming. Anywhere in the world where things have been promoted and it has really flourished, judgment is coming. Yes, you may be safer to go on missions. Oh, judgment is coming. Salt, salt and fire. Yeah. Judgment is coming. Yeah. Give me, uh, um, nivet, nivet. So we can see it in English, nivet. Because when you go, you see, um, yes, it, it rained down burning sulfur. Instant judgment. Well, when you see some, when you see some, when you see some of the things, it means that it's conclusive. Ju- the, ne- the next thing to happen in those places is judgment. It's not, it's not very comfortable, but that's what it means. Judgment is coming. Judgment. Not on individuals, on nations. 
no nations who have approved of things and accepted of things. The next thing to see is that judgment is coming. Yes. So when you don't have those desires, look, bless God. I'm telling you, thank God that you don't have it. Thank God that Satan didn't catch you. He didn't, he didn't recruit you. He didn't employ you. He's not using you for some things. Thank God. And rather, thank God that you are in a church where you are encouraged. Be a center leader. Be a pastor. Join a ministry. Dance for God. Sing for God. That you are harassed. Be this. Be an airport star. Do this. Serve God. I mean, you should really thank God that that desire is being put in you. Because how, how are desires stirred up? By talking about it. Whatever you talk about, you stir up a desire for it. If we start talking about food now, you say, you all start feeling hungry. Yes, you all start feeling hungry. That's desire. That's the power of desire. So what you see, sometimes what you see, and you continue seeing as evil and as bad as it is, you'll be surprised that you are affected. There are some things, if I'm walking on the road, I'm even on the train, and I see, it doesn't strike me that something bad is happening anymore. Yeah, I had an experience like that. And I realized that it was, it was like I have seen a black BMW drive by. Yes. It is. Wow, that's a black BMW. You see, that day I felt very sad. I said to myself, I've been affected. Yeah, I said to myself, I've been affected. I didn't even know that I've been affected. Because I walked past it like, like seeing a black BMW. It's like it's nothing. It's, it's like this, this or, or in, your, in your house. It's like how you walk past your, your, your sofa. It's like part of the furniture. It's like these are, the one, these are some of the things that you see in your house. It's like you've become used to it. When you become used to some things, really pray. When there's no anger, there's no irritation, there's no surprise, it means you are being affected. Yes. That you are not surprised. You don't react. Yes. It means, it means you, are, you are drowning. Yes. When you think it's okay. Next point, number four. The fourth thing on your journey, I think you've heard, you, are, you understand what we are talking about, isn't desires. So when you have a good desire, be happy. Be happy. Be really be happy that you have a desire that you go to church on Sundays. I'm telling you, be very, very happy. Be very, very happy that you have such desires. When you're a brother, you have a desire that you like that sister. Be very, very happy. Or a sister, you really like that brother. You, you must praise God. You should praise God. You should dance. Yes. That you have, you have such desires. It's a beautiful thing. The next, the next um, um, sign you see on the way, which, which means that today we only have one point, is, is follow your convictions. Follow your convictions. Follow your convictions. Follow convictions. That you have a conviction. When you have a conviction about something, conviction to serve God, conviction to work for God, 
conviction to stay in the house of God. It's a great blessing. It's a great blessing. It's a great, because the absence of convictions is double-mindedness. Yes, and the Bible says that a double-minded person is unstable in all his ways. He's unstable in everything. Not just in the thing that he can't make up his mind on, but he's unstable in everything else. Everything else. A decisive person, a decisive person is a great treasure. When you see yourself that you are decisive or you know someone who is decisive, you know, that's why it's funny when you complain about other things. When you have met somebody who has decided, somebody has decided that I'm choosing you. I keep using this example because you're young people. That's your number one problem, isn't it? Mm. I can't talk to you about pensions. You are not interested in pensions. You're not interested in pensions. You're not interested in life insurance. Yes, this is what you're interested in, isn't it? Mm. Okay. So, that, that thing of have to see you, it's called a decision. It's the greatest or the most important mark of a leader. That is, he decides. Somebody who decides. And the person decides, and then you are saying that, go and get a job. <laughs> when the person has a job. It's like you, 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 are, you, see, you are making something that is not so important, very important. Because the person is sure that I have a conviction that it's you. It's not like it's not like I'm not even sure of this or this or that, but it's this. Or someone who decides, this is my church. No, you see, there are some people, no matter what happens, you see, they're in the church. Yes. There are people, there are people that personally, are you listening to me? Personally, I'll never correct them. I'll not say anything because if I try, I'll lose them. God, their roots are not that deep. Yes. And there are people that I, I know. I know, look. I know. Even if I put it, if I put their correction on BBC News. <laughs> next Sunday they'll be here. Oh, they'll be here and they'll be smiling. When they see me, they'll just say, Oh, mercy. <laughs> mercy. Yes. They'll just say, Oh, Bishop, mercy. Mercy. That's all. And it ends there. But there are others. If I try, hey, it's over. It's over. If I'm not even careful, do not even go to another church. Do not go to church again. Yes, it's over. It's over, over, over. So when I say, I don't see say anything. So sometimes, even when you see someone who even says something about your problem, you know that person must have an element of trust. Yes. The person must see you as, as his child, his son or his daughter that he can talk to. Yes, yeah, he can talk, he can tell that, you know, button up. <laughs> yes, that is another button up. But someone, if you tell button up, look, I came to church. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't come to this. I just came to church. Just say, yes, you button up. I should do this. I should do that. Hey, I mean, Why? So you see who will say anything. Just say, no problem. You can take one more button off <laughs> to get fresh air. <laughs> so when you have a conviction, I'm talking about people with convictions. People with convictions decide what they are doing and what they are following through. It's like, I'm staying with this. 
this is where I am. I'm taking this job. I'm studying this course. This is my church. I am in this church. I am joining the choir. Choir is my base. Yes. You see, you have to listen to your convictions and follow your convictions. So it means that no matter what happens, you don't change. You don't change. You don't cool off. You don't become cold. You don't become passive. You don't become indifferent. You don't, de- you don't develop an attitude. A man, of, a man of conviction knows why he's chosen what he's doing and he follows it. So when you have a conviction about the things of God, stay with it. John 16. John chapter 16. Do you have convictions? Hmm. John 16, NASB, verse, verse um, 7. It says, but I tell you the truth. It is, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Here he's talking about the Holy Spirit. Then verse 8. And, and he, and he, when he comes, look at his job. Look at what he's coming to do. When you have the Holy Spirit, when you have the Holy Spirit, this is an experience you have. When he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin, concerning righteousness and judgment. Now listen here. Now here's the point. When you have no convictions, anymore about sin. That is, that means that when you don't have a conviction, it means you are indifferent. When sin is not sin to you, you are in trouble. It means you don't have the Holy Spirit. How can you live? How can you live a decent life? That sin is no more sin to you. You live freely. You live freely. And you tell, and you tell yourself, everybody does it. And then, when, and then when you are caught and you are corrected, you say, but why, why is he reacting so much to, 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 my, to me and to me? He's trying to help you that you are no longer under the influence of the Holy Spirit because man shouldn't have corrected you. You should have known. You should have known. If you had a conscience, you should have known because the Holy Spirit would have been, spoke, would have been speaking to you that no, 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 I'm out of order. Because when the Holy Spirit comes, he will convict, 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 he will convict. That, that conviction, conviction is to develop a strong sense of belief in something. A strong sense, an unwavering, an unwavering belief in something. That's a conviction. So he will. So you see, so you discover, look, this is sin. Then you see that this is right. Then you see judgment. This is the conclusion. This is a conclusion. This is a conclusion. Like I'm telling you that, like nations, nations. And then when, you, when you read prophecies of things that have been prophesied, how the world would turn out to be, it tells me that, it tells me as much as I secretly desire that it will not happen during my time, that I've gone, I mean, maybe my, I don't know, my great, 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 great grandchildren, I don't know how long it will take, but it looks to me as though it's closer. It's, 
there's imminent judgment. Because in my lifetime, how old am I? Old, but not that old. I have seen things change so fast. I mean, so fast. There's a, a, a man who uh, passed away, I think, a couple of years ago, uh, Derek Prince, who prophesied about some things. And some of the things he said, some of the things he said are happening. But you see, he spoke about these things in the 80s. Yes, in the 80s. Because I, I listened to him and I remember hearing him say, but it looks so far-fetched. I mean, so far, I mean, far-fetched. But today, the things he said, they are normal. At least someone like Catherine Coleman, another, preach, another preacher, Catherine Coleman, she prophesied that one day water will be sold. Can you imagine that? It's a prophecy. Don't you buy water every day? Yeah. She prophesied that water will be sold. Can you see how common it is for you? It's like you even wonder, I mean, what are you talking about? So if water is not, so what was happening to water before? Yes. Yes. A Catherine Kuhlman in the 70s prophesied that water would be sold one day. Water. I mean, it will, it, in the, it will be unheard of because water will be the cheapest thing and the most common thing. But there are countries today that water doesn't flow. If you open the tap, what will come out is tadpoles. Do you know tadpoles? Frogs. Baby frogs. If you make the mistake, are you take baby frogs? Baby frogs. Yeah. I went to a, a, a washroom uh, uh, the other day in one of the stations. And I, I, just, I just needed to wash my face because I felt I've seen too many. I walked through too many people's things. I just wanted to wash. So as I was there washing my face, then the, a cleaner comes in there. They says, no, 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 you cannot drink this water. And I was wondering, do you think I'll drink this? <laughs> I mean, he was so alarmed because I felt, I felt he had some knowledge of where the water is coming from. So it's like even using it to wash your face, it's almost like, no, you're doing the wrong thing. He just said, don't drink it. Just wash your hands. He said, just use it to wash your hands and go. No, I felt like going to buy water to come and wash the water off my face. Convict. Convict. Convict you of what? Sin. Sin shouldn't be a discussion when you have the Holy Spirit. The only thing you say is, sorry. Sorry. Sorry to who? To the Lord. Sorry to the Lord. Lord. That's when you have the Holy Spirit. Then you see righteousness. That is, what are the right things to do? I have to serve the Lord. I have to work for God. I have to be pleasing to God. I have to do what pleases God. I have to do what pleases God. I have to do what pleases God. Righteousness. What does God like? These are the convictions you have. And then judgment. That there will be a conclusion. In life, there is a conclusion for everything. Including judgment on man. It is appointed unto man once to die after this judgment. So when you have, when you have a sense of the existence of judgment everything that you do you consider that how is it going to turn out 
What's going to happen? What's going, what's going to happen? What will be the judgment? When it comes out, will I be happy when it comes out? What I'm saying, will I be happy when, when it is said that this is what I said or this is what I did? I mean, look at um, the Tories voting now. Started from parties. When we're all in our homes. Can you imagine, if somebody has thought about it, that what will happen if this thing comes out? But whilst we've told them, don't go out. Don't, don't, don't even visit your mother. And then they are somewhere. Drinking, eating, dancing. Bring your own booze. So you see, those, those, if, if it's true, if it's true, those with a little bit of conscience would say that, be careful. They'll, they'll say, like they are saying that they said, they said, we told the PM that control, control your things, do this, tell them this. I mean, that's what they are saying now. We don't know whether they really said it or they were also in the past. We don't, we don't know. But that's what they are saying now, yes. But it's like, when you have a bit of conscience, you will think that this thing, this thing, Either it will come out here on earth or it will come out in heaven. Judgment, you won't escape it. Everything you've done will be revealed one day. Everything you've done and said. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So when you think of the things that you wouldn't want it to come out, you solve it. You pray to God for forgiveness, for mercy cleansing so by the time you get to heaven it's wiped off uh-huh. otherwise it will appear there yes yes even though there are some people you even have to apologize to yes for what you did to them you have to apologize to them So if you are looking at me, I used to say, Bishop, that list is very long. <laughs> yes. 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 Try apologizing. That's when, that's when you will see that. That's when you will see that there are demons. You will see how difficult it is for you to admit a wrong. Yes. You see how diff- even though in your alone you've thought, oh yes, it's right. I have to do this. Next time I get the opportunity and I see this person, I'll just say sorry for this and this. You see, when you see the person, it's like, hmm. Hmm. But, hmm. Hmm. Yes. And when you manage to do it, you'll see how free you are. You'll see that Sally, you get a new life. That's how you are born again. Yes. So I'm telling you that some people, just look for them, Christiana, and say sorry, Okay. Sorry, this, sorry, that, yes. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he just said sorry, and yes, it doesn't change anything about you. Yes. Sorry, I said, I know you don't know that I said that this and this, but I just want to say sorry because when I heard the message, I heard I, I, the, the conviction I'm feeling about judgment. Because I'm telling you, if it doesn't appear here, as for heaven, it will. You won't escape. You won't escape. So make your issues fewer. Yes. When you get to every fewer. Yes. And then you can trust God in his mercies. Yes. yes. Make your issues fewer. Because the work of this, that's why the Holy Spirit has, is here 
to do that work to help you before you appear in heaven to convict you about sin righteousness and judgment the word is convict he will convict you yes you will be as sure as sure that you were wrong No problem. So, what you must know about convictions. Let's roll. Let's roll the announcements. (laughs) Number one, it is a work of the Holy Spirit to make you have a strong conviction. Or to make you have strong convictions. It is the work of the Holy Spirit. So, now I'm talking to you about convictions. I'll give you a few things you must know about convictions. When you have a conviction, it is the Holy Spirit. So it's like, if you feel strongly, I must apologize to Dandan. It is the Holy Spirit. It's not a sign of weakness. Don't think it's a sign of weakness. It is the Holy Spirit. Especially things that maybe you're not thinking about or maybe you forgot. And then suddenly it comes. And it comes strongly to you. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit says, say, say sorry. Go to Daniela and say sorry to her. She will say, oh, what, what? I'm not, I'm not, you know. She will even hug you. Yes. <laughs> He's tempted to come for a hug. <laughs> yes. You will feel, if I go and say it's like, she will think she's right and I'm wrong. No, it doesn't matter. Leave her to also follow her convictions. Leave her, leave her to also say, if she also say that she even was also wrong. To her, so, oh, I think I was also wrong. I also did this. That, that's the person. The, the person has not been convicted. You have been convicted. You can't follow and wait for the person to come because you don't know when you will die. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Leave the person. Leave the person. It's also, but, but he too, he should say sorry. I mean, so he says sorry, then I also say sorry. <laughs> or maybe you are under a greater influence of the Holy Spirit. That is why you can even see things in the way that you are seeing it. Yes. He's also oh, but you know, so I'm sorry, you too, are you not sorry? But you too, you too, you, you did this. I mean, so I'm sorry, you too, say sorry. No. No. Say you're sorry. Jesus, though you are you are you are hundred percent wrong, it's up to the person and their Holy Spirit to also say that you know, me too. I didn't try. But maybe the, maybe the person feels they tried. <laughs> so that's it. What do you think? So it is the hour I was telling you that it is the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit. Convictions are from the Holy Spirit. Do you understand what we are talking about? Number two, no one can tell how the convictions from the Holy Spirit are formed. You, you can't tell. Before like you have it, you have this strong feeling. Strong feeling and strong sense of doing things in a certain way. You have a strong belief in something. You can't tell how it's formed. It's not by, let's say, having a quiet time or after fasting. Or by saying, you can't tell how it is formed. Okay, number three, the strongest convictions are life and death convictions. Yes, those are the strongest ones. That's why you hear someone like Apostle Paul saying that, woe is me if I preach not the gospel. 
Woe is me if I preach not the gospel. Woe is me if I preach not the gospel. It's like the conviction is about life and death. It's like, it's like if I don't preach the gospel, I don't fulfill my calling, I am as good as dead. It's like I'm a cursed man. Woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. Yes. Many ministers that you see preaching the gospel, doing the work of God, even though they're educated, they have jobs, they were working before they came full time for your information. It's not not like they can't work. They were working. They're not like dropouts. They don't have anything to do. And then it's like, you know, let me slip and slide into ministry. They had jobs. They had jobs. Yes. They were working. Okay. They were working. They had jobs. They have, they have table and, 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 is it table the same as desk, isn't it? I was going to say table and desk. Yes. Uh, so what's the other one? Chair. Okay. Yes. They had all. But a conviction. A conviction. A conviction. Conviction. I, I always remember a morning I was going to work. Going to work. It was a winter, winter morning. Winter mornings when you are going to work is dark. Yeah. Yes, it's dark and cold, yeah. and you are grumpy. <laughs> yes, and I remember as I stepped out of the house and I was walking out of the house, I heard a voice clearly. I heard a voice clearly. The voice, the voice called me by two one. He called me by a name. The name was not Richard. It's the name, it's the name my mother would use to call me. Yes. Because my mother wouldn't call me Richard. I mean, this is he tried to say Bishop. I'm always tempted to say, Are you sure? <laughs> yes. But you know, the name called my name and said, I said, the next thing I heard is, you are walking in mines. It's like you're working in a minefield. Yes. It's like you can, you, you, what you are doing, you can blow yourself up and die. Yes. Yes. That day I knew that, I knew that the end has come. The end has come for this lay pastor business. It's not like I didn't have a job. I, I resigned from a job. I wasn't unemployed. I resigned from a job. They convinced me to stay. The last words, the last words of my... Um, boss, I mean Helen, she said to me, she said to me that no matter how long it takes, if you feel, if you want this job back, come, I'll take you. Those were her last words to me and I said to her that I've gone too far. I I said to her that you don't, you don't know, you don't know what you are talking about. You don't know what is drawing me out of this place. It's not something that you easily turn back. Come. It's not. It's not that simple. It's not like I've got another job somewhere that I'm going. But she wouldn't understand. Others have tell. I would have told her that it's a call, and it's a call from God. Yes. But I just, I just said to her that I don't think that would happen. Yes, I don't think that would happen. That was in 1998. How many years ago? Do the arithmetic. <laughs> 24. Yes. Why well, don't you know when you were born? Yes. Yes. That's 24 years ago. That's 24 years ago. Yes. By the grace of God, I have not looked back. Yes. 
That's 24 years ago. By the grace of God, I have not looked back. And if God says work, I can work. If the same voice that says I leave everything and come in forward, he says that go I can work. It's not difficult for me to work. I've had two jobs before. I've had two jobs. I was called Pastor Richard. I had two jobs. Jobbing, I can job. Yeah. Yeah. So I I rather find it difficult to relate with people who don't like working. Who are young and don't have anything doing and they are just sitting there. You are free. You are you are free Tuesday. You are free Wednesday. You are free Thursday, and you are just there. I mean, don't you, I mean, don't you know money? You see, but you see, that's what that's what people don't realize that life is really based on principles and and personal traits. Yes, uh, principles and personal traits. That the person who is so lazy today will not do well in the ministry. Because the, the personal trait the person has is not a progressive trait. Yes. So the same person who is telling you that as a lay pastor, I could do two jobs. There are times that I had two jobs. I'll finish work from here nine to five and start six to ten. Yes. And collect the money into my bank account. Yes. It's the same person who has four services every weekend. Yes. Instead of preaching, because there are other people who preach only one Sunday. One Sunday, once they finish, 9 to 11, that's it for the day. They are going for family lunch. There's nothing wrong with family lunch. Yes. Yes. But my, the, whatever God has made me to be, it doesn't permit me to just to sleep over the weekend. So I have four different, con- when, you, when you all leave, there's another congregation that is coming to fill this place. Yes. And I'll be here waiting for them by the grace of God. Yes. Yesterday I was with another congregation. Friday I had another uh, church. So I preached four times every weekend. It's up. I can preach once. I can preach once. I don't preach for money. I'm not paid by the number of times I have preached. Hey, otherwise you come to church every day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> If I had a time sheet to fill. Twelve pounds an hour. Hey, then I need I need a lot of hours. So there'll be Monday service, there'll be Tuesday service, there'll be Wednesday. I'll tell you, I'll tell you Wednesday is midweek. You are going to have a prophetic service. <laughs> a prophetic service. To gain control over the rest of the week. Yes. 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 And I'll tell you that that prophetic service on Wednesdays, it starts at 6 a.m. So I'll do 6 to 8. Next group, 8 to 10. Next group, 10 to 12. Then I'll say there's lunch. The lunchtime, lunchtime prophecies. <laughs> Can't you even see that even my voice has changed for, for the prophetic service? Yes. yes. So you see what when you say that God has called you and you're unemployed, you don't want to work, you don't want to do anything. I'm telling you that this thing called ministry is work. Yes. You will not do well in it. You will not do well either. 
you won't do well in it. The people who will do well, they have jobs. Hey, they can work. But when I see people, when I see church people who work and they are doing well, my eyes begins to, begins to twinkle. I say to myself, if only God can catch this person, his kingdom will be beautiful. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I know them. And they know I know them. And they are looking at me as I'm talking. Yes. I know that my eyes. Look, there are some people that have been told, I even ask as though I'm God. Won't you be a pastor? <laughs> yes. Because they are hardworking. They are good at work. If God can touch them. I mean, they are in church, all right. They are acting all right. If God can touch them, say, pastor, I can get them on my pastoral team. Hey, I'll go on holiday. <laughs> yeah, I'll go on holiday. Yes. Because they have the intelligence, they have the energy, they have the drive, they have the creativity. I mean, the church will be different. Yes. <laughs> when God touches your heart, you will talk like Paul. Woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. Yes. Can you give it to us in English so that we can see? Let's see what the English says. For I'm compelled to preach. Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. Okay, they're still using woe. Okay. <laughs> yes. You see, and God touches you. You see that there's, there's nothing to life than God. Yes. That's why you start going all out for God. When you start going all out for God. And if Satan touches you too, you see that you'll not even be a Christian. May God touch you. Yeah. How terrible for me if I didn't preach the good news. Okay. I think we like woe. <laughs> woe sounds more spiritual, isn't it? Yes. Number four. You can walk away from a job, but you cannot walk away from a conviction. Yes. That's what happens to people who have a calling. Maybe they have a call and they become offended. They'll try and drop it and say, I'll not do this thing anymore. But you, you always hear of them that they are lingering around. Because, because it's a conviction. It's not, it's, not, it's not a man that called you. It's not Bishop Dag who called you or Bishop Richard who called you. Your presence in the church and the ministry that you have and your flow, your flow that you have in the church is God. It's God. God has, God has blessed Bishop Dag with faithful people like you. So when you just think of a man or you just think of me, I mean, when I, I see the people that I have, I'm, I'm so happy, I'm so blessed. I'm so, I mean, I'm so, this, is, this is the happiest set of pastors I've had that in terms of my levels of happiness I, I've never been any happier than what I have now I don't, I don't even have an ounce of complaint, an ounce of complaint not, not even a drop of it that's why you see that when you, when you touch them you see that it's, it's not working how many of you have seen that it doesn't work when you try to touch any of them, you say it doesn't work you haven't seen it, you don't want to lift up your hand okay. yes. Yes. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't work because because You don't know what they do for me and what they mean to me. You don't know what they mean to me. Yes. 
their presence, their presence maybe frees me to discover other callings and other things. Yes. Yes. This man, the, the banter has made me happiest. I've not had any like, oh, I miss this set or I miss. No, 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 no. I was happy, but I can see that I can. When I found that I could, I could, be, I could be happier, uh-huh, that's what I mean. It's not like I was complaining before, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Yes, I'm happy. I'm happy. I was even planning some trips this morning. Yes, I didn't think of Sunday. No, say so, okay, this one is going to involve a Sunday. No problem. I'll, I'll cross it. There are anointed vessels here. Mm, yes. So, what was I saying? How did I come to them? So, yes. So, you, you will see that. You see, so, I'm, what I'm saying to you is that they are a blessing to me. But it's God who sent them. It's God. Said, ask Clive whether I've ever interviewed him and begged him. That, uh, Mr. Clive. Uh, Mr. Clive, can you please... I will start, I just, I'll just be praying my tongues and speaking my tongues and doing what I'm, I'm doing and flowing. And then God, God chooses. God chooses who to like you. God chooses who will be with you. God chooses who will start. God chooses who will fight for you. Yes. God gives you the people. So when God has touched, so what I'm explaining to you is that when you are touched, don't think that as Bishop Richard, think God. Because one of the things you experience on your journey in fulfilling your ministry is conviction. We have a conviction that it is first love. Don't eject because Bishop Richard made the wrong statement or said something. Because when you eject, you see that you can't walk away from a conviction. After you've gone, you see that all your life is still connected to first love. Everything about you see that your life is so empty and meaningless. Without this place that God placed you in. As you told the whole world that you've gone. And then the behind the scenes, you are still connected. Still chatting and fellowshipping. And having meetups. Because it's a calling. It's a conviction. I'm telling you, you can't walk away from it. 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 Is that waking up when they're saying that your mother is not your mother anymore or your father is not your because you are absent. No matter what, no matter what, you even look like her. You even look like her. When we look at you, say, we'll ask you, is that, is that your mom? Yes. You can't, there, are some, there are some things you don't walk away from. You don't walk away from a job. After, I change my days as a lay pastor. I change jobs. I change jobs. I mean, there's a job. There's a job that I just went once, one one day like that, one day like that. You know, and there was a, there was a, 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 a slightly elderly man there. I don't know what was what, what he was thinking about. He came to tell me that he's worked here for 21 years. My spirit left. I remember. I said. You've been here. So I said to myself, so this is what this place does to you after 21 years. I walked out of the door. I never went back again. Never. I said, hey. You know, sometimes when you get to some office, some people like to talk. I don't know why they, they feel so good that they've been here. This is a 21. It's almost like coming to, you know, office gossips. 
come to tell about this. But as I was just looking, I said, 21 years. I don't want to be like you. <laughs> I don't want to be like you. No. I never went back. I never went back. Never. Till today. They don't know why I went. I'm sure they, maybe they think I died or something. <laughs> If you ask for a job, come on. When you are working, you want to be paid well. You want to do well. Why, why do you go to a place where you won't earn anything? Or, or you don't work for money. You work for free. Yes. So a job you can walk away from. That's what I say. I've walked away from jobs. I've walked away from jobs. I just said no, this one. But I can't easily walk away from my calling and from my ministry. It's not that simple. It's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual engagement. You can't walk away. Church, it's like a family. Church is like a family. Those with demonic warped minds will say that it's a cult. The, the descriptions are similar. Family is, is, is similar. You can't leave your family. Yes. So you see, when you're in this church, you see, we relate like a family. Yeah. We'll get to know, whether you don't want to know us, we will know you. <laughs> we want to know you. I mean, we want to know you. I mean, we are happy. Can you not say that we are happy? Yeah. That is, I, even from, I started preaching, I said, these people are dancing. And these people are dancing. Wow. To two. The man in the midst. <laughs> I think next week I'll choose all the people behind the screens over there. Felix and Co. Yes. Felix will lead them. Please, next week don't say you're not coming to church. I'll come and pick you up. Mm, We know your address. We know where you live. We even know where you work. If you don't, we don't find you Monday, you come and beat us in front of you. <laughs> you say, brother, we are doing Christmas here. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to be embarrassed at your workplace. Come to church. <laughs> yes. Conviction is not something you walk away from. Maybe you haven't called it conviction, but I'm telling you that it's a conviction. God has placed you here, made you around, kept you around. It's a, it's a spiritual thing. It's not a Bishop Richard thing. It's not because you like Bishop Richard. It is God. It is God. Yes, it is, it is God. Yes. It is God. It is God. It's God who places you there. It's God who creates the attraction and makes you stable. It makes you lie. Yes. yes. Follow your convictions earnestly. Earnestly. Make sure you follow them. Make sure you follow your convictions. Seriously follow your convictions and apply some agency to it. Be determined to follow through your convictions. Be determined. Be determined to follow through your convictions. Be very, very determined to follow through. This is what God is telling me. This is what God is asking me to do. This is what God wants me to do. Follow your convictions. Sometimes God may ask you to to even give an offering. Follow it. Don't discuss it. Don't think, don't think too much. Yes. I don't think too much when it gets to offerings. 
He was, I've never given an offering and it's been something that I've thrown away before. No. No. Follow earnestly your conviction. Beautiful. Here ends my sermon for today. Thanks be to God. Look, I can't wait for grace dance. I need to end the sermon so that there'll be enough time to have the two teams. You think so, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Because I, I felt at the point they thought I had forgotten. Yeah. I felt, I just, it's just a feeling I had. That, like those on this side, they felt I had forgotten. Yes, they felt I had forgotten. Those on this side look ready. It's like, they look like, bring it on. Yes, we can dance. So, yes. But these people are praying that I'll forget. Yes, yes. They are praying that I'll have, I'll have like five more points. And I'll say, oh, time is up. It's time. We have to end. No, 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 no. We are ending now. Now is the time to end. So, what you must know about convictions. Number one is what? It is the work of the Holy Spirit. Number two is what? Nobody can tell. Nobody can tell how it's formed. Number three. Yes, they are life and death. That's the woe is me if I do that. You know that this one is your life. It's God. It's, this is life. This is life. If I turn away from this thing, I'm turning away from life and the blessing that God has given to me. Yes. Four. Yes. So don't treat things that you have found and you are involved by a conviction. Don't treat it like a job. It's different. Being in the choir is not a job. Being in the worship team is not a job. Being an instrumentalist is not a job. Being a pastor is not a job. Preaching to you is not a, it's not a job. It's not like I have a job. I have an employment contract that I've signed. And no. I may have an employment contract and all that, but that's not, the, that's not the reason why I am a pastor. Yes. Yes. Being an usher is not, it's not like the job that you'll be going to tomorrow. So don't walk away from it like you walk away from being a dance, be a dancing star. It's not. Don't, don't treat like your job you'll be going to tomorrow. If you have danced enough, or I've had enough in this church. You've had enough in that church. So why are you going? Do you know what is waiting for you in the other church? Huh? Huh? said to me once that she has to drag herself to come to church. I wasn't happy with her at all. I wasn't happy with her at all. I mean, I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy with her at all. She really made me unhappy. And God touched my heart and said that, you know, these people, they are children. They are children. Don't. Don't mind them. Because it's not a job. It's not a job. It's your job that sometimes you feel like dragging yourself to work not where God has called you and placed you and planted you. And then finally is what? Number six. Follow your convictions earnestly. What a blessing. Put your hands together for Jesus. Stand to your feet and thank the Lord for today. Thank him. Thank him for convictions that you have. Pray that the Holy Spirit will water those convictions. 
pray. Pray for yourself. The Lord, thank you. Thank you for the convictions. Thank you for the convictions. Thank you for the convictions. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the convictions, Lord. Thank him for the convictions. I'm sure you can recognize some convictions that you have. Strong beliefs, strong feelings that you have. Thank him. Thank him for the convictions. Thank him for the convictions. Thank him for the convictions. Thank him for the spiritual doors and spiritual offices and opportunities that you have. Thank God for it. 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 Thank him. 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 Thank him for the convictions. Thank him. Maybe you can see particular ones. You can mention, say, Lord, I thank you for this one. I thank you for that one. I thank you for this. I thank you for this. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you that you found me. You called me. You chose me. You planted me. You placed me. Oh, God. Thank you for the convictions. Thank you for the convictions. Thank you for the convictions. Thank you for the work of the Holy Spirit amongst us and in our midst, Lord. To create strong convictions. To give us strong convictions. To serve you. To love you. To work for you. To be planted and stable in your church, Lord. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Thank you, Lord, for the strong convictions. Thank him. Are you thanking him? Are you thanking him and praying about the convictions that you won't lose it? That you won't lose it. 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 That you become discouraged. You won't be discouraged over the convictions. You won't be discouraged. You won't lose your way. You won't lose your way. You won't lose your way. Mahatalabadiba kapatashaya. Ramadi lava diba kapa sonda lebre diba kapa lava shaba diba lova tasa ya di makosa madima tosa ya piamota lava diba kapa tasa ya oh lord be blessed be glorified be glorified be glorified malamato shapa tasa ya piamosasta thank him for the gifts for the gifts the talents is giving you the talents is giving you to point to you to show you his calling and his grace his gifts his blessings in your life his blessing in your life his blessing in your life oh god my lord and my god my lord and my god my lord and my god thank you 
thank you father father we thank you we thank you this afternoon thank you for your glory thank you for your power thank you for showing us your glory showing us your hand in your life in our lives lord your hand in our lives and your hand on our lives oh god thank you for helping us understand your workings in us your workings your workings that the convictions are your workings your workings oh god thank you father thank you for that great blessing thank you for your call thank you for that great call in the mighty name of jesus the mighty name of jesus now this afternoon while every eye is closed every head is bowed i want to pray with you you want to say pastor pray with me i want to give my life to jesus somebody invited me to church somebody asked me to come to church today but deep in my heart i know i don't know god i don't know jesus i don't know him i don't have a relationship with him but i want to start a relationship with him i want to have a relationship with jesus i want my sins to be forgiven i want to be a child of god i want to have a relationship with god pastor please pray with me please pray with me please pray with me i want that relationship if you are here like that while every eye is closed and every head is bowed say pastor pray with me i want a relationship with god i want to give my life to jesus just lift up your right hand and i'll pray with you very quickly just your right hand god bless you i can see your hand i can see your hands i know there are several more just your right hand god bless you god bless you You want to join i know there's another just your right hand pastor pray with you keep it up keep it up keep it up keep it up i want to give my life to jesus i want to give my life to jesus don't drag it don't don't prolong it just very quick i want to pray just a prayer i'll just pray with you just lift your right hand up that yes i'm saying yes to god god is calling me and i'm saying yes to him god wants to have a relationship with me and i'm saying yes i also want to have a relationship with you lord just your right hand very quickly let's do this quickly let's do this quickly I feel I need God in my life. I feel I need God. I know I need God. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. God bless you. Now all of you have your right hand lifted up. I want you to do one more thing for me. I want you to come out of your seat and come to me right here in the front. And even if you didn't lift up your hand, come. Come. If you didn't lift up your hand, you can also come. Still come. You can see that it's more important than you thought. Come. Come. Come all the way. Come all the way. Yes, come. Come. Come, I'm waiting for you. Come. Come. Yes. Come to Jesus. Come. Where Jesus is called.
thing that I say, repeat it after me. Because I'm leading you in the prayer and you are praying to God. So close your eyes so that you can concentrate on God and say every single word. Now say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. Please wash away all my sins. I am sorry for all the mistakes I have made. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus is Lord. I believe Jesus is alive. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. I surrender myself to you. I give myself to you. Guide me. Lead me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, I pray for all of them, Lord. Thank you that you will establish them and you will keep them in the faith. In Jesus' name. Amen. Sisters, give them their gifts. We have this gift for you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And our pastor here, can you see our pastor waving a hand? She wants to have a brief word with you and then you come back to your seat. So if you could please go this way with our pastor. Just go this way briefly and then you come back. Thank you. God bless you. Clap for them as they go. Clap for them. 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 Salvation is beautiful. Communion. Take, a, take your communion. The blood that Jesus shed for me. Jesus made for us on Calvary's cross. We bow our knees before it in honor, in reverence for that great price that was paid for our salvation, for our healing, for our prosperity, and for our very lives. We thank you once again that as we receive the Lord's body and the Lord's blood, life comes into our lives. Thank you for life. Thank you for hope. Thank you for miracles. Thank you for great expectations. Thank you for your blessings. In the mighty name of Jesus. The body of Christ. Eat it. The 
blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Now lift your hands and receive your blessings. Somebody lifting up two hands like this. Which means that you have the victory. Amen. Receive the victory. Amen. Receive power to overcome. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Receive it now. I receive it. Say, I receive it. I receive it. Say, I receive it. I receive it. Say, I believe it. I believe it. I receive it. I receive it. Power. Power. To overcome. Amen. My failures. My defeats. My disgrace. In the name of Jesus. Any shame, any shame or shameful thing associated with you is cancelled today. In Jesus' name. For your shame, you shall receive double. Receive double honor by the power of the Holy Ghost. Now put your hand on your belly. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. May the Spirit of God flow out of you and flow in you and flow through you in a great and violent way from today. Changing you and making you a new person. The Lord bless you. The Lord give you peace. The Lord make His face shine upon you. The Lord remember you. The Lord answer your prayers. The Lord help you. The Lord fight for you. The Lord contend with those who contend against you. The Lord stand up for you. Arise, O Lord, and let your enemies be scattered. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For blessing everyone with life. Whatever is called death, Mm. coffin, funeral, Mm. sadness, Mm. sorrow, Mm. pain, Mm. futility, Mm. coming near you Mm. in the name of Jesus. Mm. I rebuke it now. Death, go away. Death, go away. Death, go away. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and receive the grace to cross 70 with ease. Amen. 70 with ease. Receive power from God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, thank you for hearing our special prayer at this special communion service. Yes, Based on John 6 50. That this is the bread which cometh down from heaven, mm. that a man may eat and not die. Amen. So we have believed. Mm. As we have eaten and drunk, yes. we have eaten and drunk and shall not die mm. or experience death mm. when we ought not to experience it. Thank you yes, for your blessing. Yes, and everybody shouted your loudest, Amen. Amen. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.